Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Woohoo! Episode 99. Oh, so close One to more. a milestone. One more. Also divisible by three. Thank also you for that random math fact. Mm-hmm. So come back Saturday for your after party. Mm-hmm. So when last we had left our heroes, the doorkeepers having made their way to the southernmost portion of the parched dunes, still following a nameless tributary of the Crook River, had met with uh, the unlikely duo of a clockwork mechanical being and his friend. I like how you act like an armor is like the new PC. It's true. And his exotic mount, this... Undyne undyne. that can do stuff. It's okay. Yeah. This lightning spitting undyne. (laughs) And fire. Elemental spitting undyne. The heroes had helped Masika and her companion free her sister, Sage, from the quartet of gnolls and their pets who had captured Sage, as well as two other members of Masika's tribe, as well as a variety of other individuals, mm-hmm. and have returned back with them to Falto's caravan. And uh, when we left off, all of you were resting up and uh, getting up the next day prepared to set off again. So, question about your seeming spell. When does that wear off? It's and- 12 hours. Okay. When do you cast it? Well, and does Masika see you as appearing as the other things yeah. and then as your real selves? Because like that's halfway shady. through dinner last night. I probably would have cast it before we left the caravan. I figure when we're in the caravan, Sudi wears his turban thingy around the mask. And then if we leave to go investigate or go into a town, I cast Seeming. Okay, so probably right before we went to go investigate. So she's totally like, like wait, you guys were under an illusion spell? What? It would have been 12 hours from, like, a little bit before we did the slave fighting stuff. So it would be the next morning when she runs in all of you, and you guys wake up the following morning. Citrus staying with Falto? Probably. Okay. Sudi and Hollis bunking up. Did you guys buy a tent? Or are you just sleeping in the back of your wagon? I was sleeping in the wagon. Uh, that's a great question. Oh, I could also... Well, I didn't prepare it. Can I buy a tent? But in the yeah. future, I could prepare my little hut. My tiny hut. <laughs> I could make a magnificent mansion. No, I didn't afford that one. Man, I'm a really uh, awful adventurer because I did not buy a tent. Do you have a bedroll? Yeah. Okay. So bunking in the uh, bunking so, yeah, in you're, the uh, you're sleeping in the wagon. In the wagon, yeah. So I guess you and Hall sleeping in the wagon was. Uh, oh, I had sugar. another spell slot. I could have made a tiny hut. It's just a force thing, so people can see us, but it keeps stuff out. Hey. Okay. We can look at the stars. Pretty nice. <laughs> people in glass huts should throw rocks. Anyway. <laughs> wow, that's Not a, a callback. It's a force hut. Force hut. No, it was like, yeah, but, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, but people in a glass pyramid shouldn't should throw stones. Yeah. That's a really old callback. <laughs> yes. A joke from way back when. I think we have fan uh, art of that. Mm-hmm. We do actually have fan sure. art of that. So suppose the following morning, Sidra wakes up, Falto gets up at the dawn, does like his morning exercises and everything. I imagine Falto is one of those people that wakes up before dawn and like runs two miles or something. Oh yeah, he's definitely one of those guys. He's He's Captain America. He's very careful about not waking Citra, who is not the get up early. Just like Rachel in real life. I have tried for so many years to be that person that's like, yeah, I'm gonna get up at like five in the morning, and I am not that person because I'm gonna look at the clock and go. I could sleep for 30 more minutes. Man was not meant to see that time. <laughs> <laughs> the time of the 4 a.m. The yeah. time of the before the sun. Yeah, I just, I can't do it. I try. I just can't. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> so yeah, Falto wakes up, goes, runs a mile, comes back, picks up some breakfast or something, and drops it off with Citra. Sudi 
I only sleep two hours, y'all. So I'm probably like been walking around the tent you helping play with the guards. Lizard? Yeah. No, I'm not gonna play with the lizard. Why do I care about the lizard? Well, we have it in a box. Maybe Sudi goes on runs with Falto. You don't oh, know. Yeah, you can run, I with, Falto. run with Falto. Yeah. I run with Falto. That seems fun. Yeah, yeah they go out on their system. morning runs together. Yeah, also the buddy system. Because if one of us gets stung by a scorpion, he going to die by himself. <laughs> and you're the Captain America because you're like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, yes, I'm faster left. than him. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that does make me Captain America because I'm faster. Yeah. yeah, but Falto looks like Captain America. He definitely looks like Captain well, America. He so, runs like Sam. So, I was, Sam? I little gonna, do you yeah. know that, yeah, little do you know that Sudi is basically Chris Evans, but wearing like a horrifying cat CG. <laughs> yeah, Horrifying cat CG. I thought we decided he was Tom Holland. No, he's like yes, Chris, he's did. like Chris yes. Evans from the Cats. How he looks like Ew. Chris Evans, but he sounds no. like Tom Holland. <laughs> what? No. He's like a big, a big old guy like Chris Evans, and then you just have Tom Holland's voice coming. See, out. You're swole. But see, I don't imagine Falto as Chris Evans as Captain America. I imagine him as the loser's Chris Evans. So he's trimmer but funny. So Sudi goes running in the morning and you know does his whole thing. Hollis sleeps in for a while. I imagine wakes up in the. Just as dawn comes up, and pull out your spell book. And for 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Do a quick study and nap for another 45 minutes. Yes. Wizard. I probably cook breakfast, actually. That's true. And so you're probably up really early. Yeah. With the sun. Masika, you know, you wake up and do your, like, play with Narmer thing. Which is, by the way, kind of weird that you can just, like, you know... Uh, hey buddy, how's it going? And like dance around for a second. It's like, and I have spells now. It's an hour. I like to think that I, I don't know why this just occurred to me, but I like to think that it's just he like opens up his little chest compartment, which for some reason just keeps reminding me of uh, uh do you know what's the old Superman cartoon? Yes. Mm, yeah. yeah, where there's the cyborg guy that had like the kryptonite heart. So you just like bask in that, but in the meantime you're just like playing a game of chess or something. It's like go fish, or you're just playing like Uno. It's like Uno. we just play card games for about an hour, and then I gain all my magical you're playing power. Playing Mancala. Uh, ah. No, but it's more of a spiritual thing for you. So I imagine it's communing with your uh, your little fish buddy. Mm-hmm. He tries going swimming in the river. It's only six inches deep. Also, he can't swim. Oh, he can't what? swim, but he looks like a fish. No. That's so sad. He doesn't sad. have a swim speed. So he also sad. has a, yeah, he's made of metal. He thinks like a stone. <laughs> Poor well, boy. Well, submarines are made out of metal, and they can still, like... But he doesn't have any air to, to ballast fair, him. He just sinks to the bottom and hangs out with the other catfish. I mean, that's where they belong anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point. It's the yeah. bottom feeder. They're bottom feeders. As, as you're familiar, does he have speak with others of his kind? No, because yeah. he's a clockwork creation. That was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> he speaks all the languages I speak. He's in the other room, carrying on a conversation with Falto's pocket watch. <laughs> <laughs> I can tick, speak with tick, others of my kind. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. <laughs> and we all look normal today, because I haven't cast seeming yet, because yep. we're in the caravan. It's true. But yeah, I imagine you all uh, gather together, eat your breakfast. So, yeah. Breakfast. You guys look oh. weird. What? Hollis looks down. Oh. Yeah, we have a... We were we were using an illusion spell yesterday because we like to keep it incognito. We didn't know who you was. Who Better you safe was. than sorry. So you just walk around disguising yourselves to any new people you meet? We do, and if you're with us, we'll probably disguise you too. That makes sense. Probably. Can I look like a slightly taller catfish? Sure. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, why, why, why... Because the cultists. Because the cultists, they know what we look like, so we want to make sure that they can't find us. 
And we would endanger strangers if we met them in town because if they recognize us, they might become targets or something. Or they'll follow us back to the caravan and then everybody here will be in danger. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to endanger anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but can't they still scry on you even if you look different? Well, yeah. So... It's not a great well, plan. It's she just is, the only plan we have. She has the invisibility. She usually checks to make sure we're not being scryed on. Oh, yeah, we do that. Also, I, I can keep us from being scryed on, but it doesn't last that long. Well, oh. and it's kind of a... Yeah. Okay. I mean, to be fair, we also have only known, I think... I mean, as far as we know, also, the only person who can scry on us is their leader. Well, we don't even know if he can scry. Well, somebody was scrying on us that one time with um, Azaz. That could have been a lot of different people. I guess that's yes, true. Yes, scrying Regardless. is a possibility, but we figure we'll take as many precautions as we can. Okay. Anywho, here's your breakfast. <laughs> I'll just hand you a plate. Thanks. What do we have today? Oatmeal. Well, the no Syriani equivalent of oatmeal. Is there any brown sugar? Nope, just more saffron. Nope, there's no... There, <laughs> you can't really get molasses out down here. There ain't no trees that produce it. What's molasses? It's like a sticky sweet... Uh, syrup top thing sounds gross sounds it's like something tasty. that would get in my fur well I mean if you rolled in it just like jam I you just put sugar on it I, I you can put sugar I don't eat jam either. not this sugar though she will eat it don't and, let her and, and we can get honey out here <laughs> yeah honey's good honey gets in my fur why, well, why are you rolling in it how is it getting in your fur I'm a messy eater <laughs> <laughs> this called a spoon honey I don't like honey well, why it's do you sticky eat? and gets everywhere Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in the sand. Anyway. I know, it's, it's bad because if you think about it, like a lot of food that you eat is sticky. Well, that's why you use utensils and you don't roll in it. So who's in charge of like moving? Oh, that's that guy. I like Falto. Point at Falto. He's the one who actually organized the entire caravan. He's halfway through doing his like 150th push up. Citra kind of just smiles as she watches him for a sec. He does that a lot, but pushing up. Masiko would walk over. Does he seem like he's having easy time with his push-ups? Uh, uh, Relatively, uh, he works out quite a bit. She kind of motions for Narmer to come over. Hey, buddy. She picks him up and puts him on Falto's back. (laughs) (laughs) Hollis laughs. Oh, yes. He Shenanigans ten, he, at last! He weighs 10 pounds. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. <laughs> that's not that bad. Citra <laughs> is grinning off to the side. She's curious to see how this plays out. You just, you just say, like, you push up, you just... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they tell me you're in charge. Oh, yes. He springs up to his feet, kind of does that rollover thing, manages to catch the catfish, hands it off to you. That's a Nash point. Yeah, so, um, I guess I will lead the way. If you know the, where we're going. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I tend to know. Okay. So, who's, where's the front? I mean, that's good, because you didn't seem like you had a... Well, we're going to her village. Yeah, idea where well, the mountains or anything is where... I know where the mountains are. We're, we're going to her village. I assume she knows how to get to her house. I mean, we don't have houses. Well, her domicile, whatever that happens to be. Tennis? Yes, absolutely. I mean, everyone's got a eat first and they gotta finish taking care of all the the steeds then we're gonna travel for a little while then we're gonna take a break for a bit then we'll travel for a while again you guys are very organized in this getting up and getting moving in the morning thing are you well we gotta break no no camp. It's, it's it's literally sunrise right now and we've gotta finish breaking camp and all the rest of that so we gotta, gotta make sure we've got all the water in case well we don't have anyone that can 
Yeah, we do. Well, actually, no. Yeah, we, we have do. Kauru. We have Kauru. We have that one guy I, whose name I, I can't I, remember. I, I, I can get the water. Okay. Well, in case you should no longer be with us and we would still need water. I'd say give us about 10, 15 minutes to let everybody wrap up. The caravan kind of runs itself, really. I hired a whole bunch of people that seem to know what they're doing. <laughs> to be fair, this is our maybe first expedition. It's not my first expedition. It's not my first expedition. It's our first expedition, but they know what they're doing. I mean, I was in charge of the entire expedition we took to the burial mounds of the uh, the Ulfen warlords in the uh, the northeastern stretches of that sounds land of Lindor Kings. It's actually really nice. Huh. Sounds cold. It's not. Oh, it, no, you Nethys, go in the summer. In Nethys expeditions, you tend to use a lot more magic. Things are faster because of that. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Substantially fewer whites down here, though. <laughs> oh, a white? Yeah. The color? No, sorry, so the W. No, yeah. So does the color. <laughs> a W. There, there's a G in there. Like okay. not, but with a W. Is it nighttime? Yes. Okay. I think that may be a type think, of undead. Think mummies, but with no bandages, but really cold. Oh. Think cold mummies. Terrible. Snow is white, and white's like snow? I don't know if that's right. Anyway, I guess, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll get the caravan together. We'll set off uh, here pretty shortly. Uh, you guys get all of your stuff together, and we'll be ready to go. And then I'm gonna uh, go check on my sister. Yeah. Well, I'm packed because my tent is a spell, so I'm ready when y'all are. I guess I'll go brush the camels. Sudi goes off to do so. All right. Sudi goes to help Balto break down their tent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still have 200 crunches to do. Anyway. <laughs> do him in the wagon. Your citrus sits on his feet. <laughs> yeah. I, I stand around. I hold the lizard box. <laughs> Don't just throw that in the back oh, of the wagon. Oh, wasn't I supposed to prepare something to do? You're deal supposed with to this? prepare break <laughs> yep. enchantment to get rid of it so we what can interrogate them later. You know? I may not have that. Uh, uh, nope, I don't have that. I remember thinking I was going to take it, but on yours I already had it, so I didn't take it. Oh, no. Unfortunately. Uh, I have it? Yeah, I can memorize one. Okay. Did you, already pray for your, did you already communicate your spells? Yeah. Well, we talked about it before, though. <laughs> then Hollis goes back to her spell because I thought I had this. Well, it's on my short list of things to purchase, but I ran out of money. And also, I thought that... Uh, she opens up her spell book. There's just a sticky note on a page saying, buy, break enchantment. <sighs> but past self. <laughs> I told you, you should have yep. picked that up. I know. But I wanted to be able to throw Sudi at our enemies. <laughs> that would have been so really weird. useful whenever we were fighting yesterday. It's true, I didn't have it prepared, but it would have been really cool to just throw them up there at them knolls. That would have been ah. super cool. Next time. Hey, Sudi, guess what? I got a new spell. You're going to love it. I can throw you at people. That sounds super useful. And you get to attack them when you, when you land. I think useful is an interesting term to describe that. Well, how often can he not get to things? Because they're flying or they're far away. I mean, just, don't throw me at something that's flying, because then I'll fall. You can grab them, and then... Drag them to the ground with you and land on them. We're going to have to practice that if we're going to do that in combat. Okay. We both look at Citra. Even landing on him, you're still going to get hurt. You don't have like a ring of feather fall like I do. We should get you a ring of feather fall. Oh, I can prepare feather fall. You could just throw the rogue. I could also throw you, I guess. You do have the ring. You're right. I don't really want to be thrown. It's telekinetically throwing you. Telekinetically? Magic with my brain. Hiya, you'd fly. Wait, you, th- you use a brain to throw them? I use a brain for all my magic, brain. honey. You he wouldn't understand. To- yeah. I'm so confused. Oh my god, you're like the scarecrow. <laughs> if I only had the brain. That ancient Osiriani <laughs> tell. <laughs> uh, the caravan packs up, break down camp, 
load everything up, pack up, begin making their way. For Masika, you guess they've been traveling for days, weeks, it seems, to get here. Uh, it's much slower going with a caravan. Y'all uh, have too much crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to be out here a long yeah. time. You need a lot of shovels. I live out here. My whole tribe lives out here, and we don't have this much stuff. But yes, you don't but do. But you're not usually excavating sites. <laughs> yeah. How many shovels do you have? We brought extra in case we could trade. Shovels? Shovels? I thought you could use shovels. That's weird. I mean, they do come in handy. We also have I've a wagon one. full of dates. I have a shovel. Do you have dates? At the camp. Well, you can never have too many dates. Was I wrong? Is this not a barter thing? They barter. She's not the one in charge of bartering. I don't need any dates. I thought she was a princess. I'm not a princess. They don't really do princesses, I guess. That was just my mistake. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Whatever's the first thing I've heard usually sticks with me from then on. <laughs> She's an apprentice. <laughs> oh, okay. Like a squire. Yeah. Sure. What's a squire? Like an apprentice. <laughs> apprentice so, so to what? Why don't you just say apprentice to somebody? I, that's them northern people say weird stuff. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I mean, usually if someone says apprentice, it's kind of more something like you're learning a trade or a craft. Well, you know, like you'd be an apprentice armorsmith. Whereas you seem to be more like training for a position, which would be like a squire who carries uh, knights' weapons and takes care of their armor and their horse and all the stuff that they're too busy being important to do. Yeah, that's not how that works. It seems like they just have an extra word, but it really kind of means the same thing. Anyway, yes. uh, lead on, apprentice. Better than princess. A princess? You can sit here with me. Oh, no, because you're leading. Sudi's too busy driving the wagon, like, behind everybody. Can I play with your friend? And she points at the clockwork. You can ask Narmer. Nama, can I inspect you? That's kind of clinical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Okay. There's some plates on the back. Don't take those off. I can't reach them. Okay. Hollis takes Narmer and is going to, like, study him and see how he works. I don't know why she built me so tubby. You're cute this way. You're cute. I can't reach around. This <laughs> is <laughs> my little flappy little limbs can't get back there. Oh, it just makes me like think of Dexter. I have little flippers, but I can't swim. That's because you're metal, honey. Oh, I can do this. He jumps up in the air and flaps his flippers and flies like two or three circles around before landing. What? That's, what, that's what sugar can do. Wait a minute. This is a flying fish man? I have a natural flash speed. He's oh, is it real flowers or clumsy? Flying, cl- flying catfish. I'm what? I'm a flying fish. He's a flying fish? Since when did that happen? I'm really fast, I think. He has perfect fly. What? What's my flash speed? Magic. 50 feet. 50 feet flash speed. <laughs> what? I'm not even. What I, is happening? I'm magic. It's fine. Holla spends her ride checking out Narmer and seeing how it I want to find documentation on what was going through Chisisek's mind when he built Narmer. He did it. I he built Narmer. He built the thing that Narmer was made out of. I was oh. made from a bunch of spare parts. I think there's like a fish and a display. Jesus. That's where my head came from. I have so many questions about how this thing is built. Well, that's why Hollis is studying it. Goodness. I'm more or less like a... An Iron Man armor with a reactor core. Oh, I put <laughs> it in this <laughs> <laughs> The scroll 
speak of this Iron Man. I have read them. When I hit 16th level, so when she hits 16th level, I'll get like a, a Omni Beam I can shoot out of my chest. <laughs> that is not true, is it? Because that would be amazing. Dude, do no, it. That's not remotely true. No. Uh, <laughs> Dang it. Well, we know what adventure Narmer is. <laughs> well, Hollis studies Narmer and clucks at Sugar while they talk about what this could possibly be and how it works and how interesting it is. Uh-huh. And it's very good. Uh, real interesting. <laughs> Goodness. That's how I spend my ride. I assume Citra's on her camel just... Okay, let's also... Let, to put that in perspective, the camels moving at full speed fly as fast as Narmer. <laughs> <laughs> or they, they run as fast as Narmer flies. Yeah. He flies faster than Sudi can run. What? <laughs> He's very fast. That's not. That's impossible. Magic. Freaking magic. I'm always slightly slower than a Hiroka Sphinx. Those suck. Those are really bad. <laughs> he has a 30-foot land speed, too. Yeah, I can waddle really he has fast a for my size. land speed. He's like small size, isn't he? <laughs> He's tiny. He's got legs. I'm about tiny the size of a cat. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so this is like the ch- the flying cheetah of constructs. I've been like called 90. that before. Sorry, I'm like I'm like sitting here going, how have I never known that I could build a character like this? Because you never looked at improved familiar, apparently. Apparently, no, I haven't looked at the clockwork rules because it's like clockwork oh, rules. I looked at them because they're cool. Yeah. That's crazy. Clockworks are fun. I love clockwork so much, but never looked at clockwork familiars. I'm also going to see if I find any more clues about uh, Chisasek by poking around. And not injuring or disassembling or anything, but just, like, seeing how it all works. You're just jiggling, like, gears and stuff? No. I mean, there's a couple of hieroglyphics in there, but it's a bunch of things like warning, pinch point, and things like that. <laughs> Safety signs. Yeah. Nice. But you, you travel for the morning. Uh, much like the people of your own tribe do, Mystica, you s- stop during the hottest parts of the day. Rest either in the shade of the wagon or stop, make sure to water the camels, get them taken care of. Set off again, continue traveling. In grand total, go ahead and, uh, what do you get taking 10 on a survival check? 29. Yeah, you get about 12 miles. How far do we have to go? About 18. So you're about two thirds of the way there. Oh, okay, that's not that bad because I was waiting for it to be like, oh, we're gonna have to go 100 miles and she's gonna be like, no, it'll take forever. Yeah, well, um, but you know, as far as Masika's concerned, it's one of those she probably could have covered the whole distance in one day yeah. in there well before dark. But. Yeah. The caravan's a lot slower going. We are slow. There's safety in numbers. Yeah, throughout the day, the uh, the dog soldiers run their routes around the uh, the outside, patrolling and such. Azaz basically is just Azaz. Is he, like, on a camel, or is he in a wagon? Uh, he's in a wagon. Sweet. Yeah. I want to spend some time with Azaz, too, because that's fun. Yeah. Hollis just, like, hangs out in wagons and, like, sleeps. Just being, and, you're just being social and stuff. Yeah. Just dimension doors between wagons. I think exactly. affable as a trait. I'm affable. I assume we just keep trying to get information out of Kelru. It's like a sneaky little game we play. Yeah. When we're alone, I'm like, all right, Kelru, be on the level with me now, buddy. <laughs> you try to do the secret handshake again? You have leveled like up this? since you tried to, last time. <laughs> Teach tried. me the secret handshake. To, like, the double slap, slap <laughs> fist bump or something. Yeah. Um... You all rest again that evening, wake up the following morning, set out once again. The desert winds continue to blow. It has been cloudless the entire time that you've been traveling. So most of the time it's you traveling, just nothing but the expanse of... The desert doesn't encroach all the way to here. This is still kind of a more rocky area. You know that the true massive dunes are further to the north. Uh, you're still on the southern edge of what, you, what would be considered the parched dunes here. You continue to follow this as the sun rises. Uh, the sky lightens and then eventually just turns this pristine shade of 
blue. And after hours and hours of traveling, you eventually kind of crest up over a rise. And there in the distance by the edge of this small, again, creek, more or less, you can see a collection of some maybe 100, 150 tents. These are all gathered around an area that seems to see some actual greenery, some plant life, some growth. You're still probably four or five miles off when the outriders approach all of you. They meet, speak with Masika, provide an escort leading you back in. The camp here is expansive. As you approach, up until this point, you've been traveling with Falto with the caravan for all the rest of you, except for Masika. Caravan packed a whole bunch of standard tents that they purchased. These large white tents that you've been traveling with. When you get here, though, no two of these two these tent structures are alike. Brilliant colors, reds and golds and oranges and purples just spread out around you. Complex patterns and forms on each one. Children go rushing past your feet, a few of them gawking and staring, mostly at Falto. He's weird looking. <laughs> I like that I'm not the weird looking one. Yeah. A few of them, you know, just like, you know, stare over at Sudi also. But Look over and they're like, kitty man. Yep. Uh, Kitty man. You know, rushing. What, that's what kids would say. Rushing past uh, the adults watch all of you. Not with the level of suspicion that you would expect. More with just curiosity and a couple of them with some degree of eagerness. You're going to guess since most of the time it'd be merchant caravans coming through or stopping by on their way through the deserts. And ergo, an opportunity for trade with outsiders for whatever they have here for better goods for all of you. As you make your way through the camp, you can see that the majority of the people here seem to be strongly independent. You don't see any sign of guards or watch other than the outriders that came out and approached you. Although you also don't see a single member of the camp above the age of 10 that isn't armed. At the very least with a nice curved blade. Nice, nice. The caravan is allowed to just stop at the edge of the tents here. Falta goes and approaches the rest of the caravan lets them know to just kind of set up camp. It's a little bit after two o'clock now. You just started traveling again about an hour ago. And he'd return back to all the rest of you. We'll set up camp here. Do you want me to come with you when we go and speak to the elders? I imagine. Well, I mean, I have questions for them, too. I mean, as leader of the caravan, I think you should be there. That's true. I should make my introductions. All right. Come on. This way. You set off. Make your way through the assorted tents. Children watch all of you just kind of trailing along through the between the tents just spying on all of you as you make your way through there must be the better part of 400 500 people here wow can i just say that hollis has is like folding a little she's been doing her obedience but there's nowhere to put them and so she folds it into like a little flower and she like gives it to one of the children and then continues on yeah cool they to reach up take it yeah well he goes like run it off <laughs> <laughs> nice you're led towards the largest of the tents. This is a three-posted tent, which stands towards the center of the conglomerate structures here. The only thing that you see that's in more prevalence than people here are camels, which seem to be numerous. Uh, most of them you don't see up close. You can just see the entire herd of them along the edge of the water. As you begin to approach closer towards this main tent structure, you can see that it is done in brilliant shades of red with gold. The gold seems to be some sort of lettering or trim on it, and there are a number of different hieroglyphs spelling out ancient prayers of obedience to the old gods. Huh, interesting. Uh, as you approach closer, you'd see that the front 
flap or front entrance is flanked by two stone idols. The idols themselves are no larger than about a foot and a half high. Again, easily easy to carry. One displaying Osiris, the Lord of the Dead. The other one displaying his wife, Isis. All fun. Masika, I imagine you take point passing inside. Yep. Citra probably offers a quick little nod or prayer or something to Osiris as they pass. Hollis takes off her hat. Is there a lizard under your hat? <laughs> no, I left it in the box. Oh, flies down, grabs the lizard, flies away. <laughs> she was mad at me for not giving her the lizard, but I left it in the box. Yep, good. I miss on her. You bring me so many lizards. <laughs> I hear ya, I get it. <laughs> Poor sugar. She lost Such a her kind, man. strong man. Oh my god. <laughs> she lost her it's man. It's gonna be like this the whole way. Entering, though. As you step inside, you're one granted by the blessed coolness of stepping out of the hot sun and into here. Everything in this chamber is shaded in red due to the sunlight just filtering in through the red tint overhead and giving almost an almost ominous glow to the chamber. Uh, In the center of the floor is a small fire pit, although it's obviously not lit right now, as it's more than warm enough that you don't need that. A number of rugs have been spread out across the floor, making, as you step in, your feet kind of sink into the the thicker rugs here. And I imagine, Masika, you take off your shoes and make your way into the tent proper. If she takes off her shoes, I'll pull my boots off. It's a lot more. Yeah, I guess. We'll follow suit. Yeah, we'll follow suit. Yeah. Like, Sudi, can you help me with these boots? Just let me steady myself on you. I mean, okay, but I have my own boots to take off. You got little kitty slippers. I have cat paw boots. Oh, that's right, because Segura got them for you. Yeah. Yeah. You set all these by the door and make your way in. There are two occupants of this chamber. The first is a woman you'd say maybe in her mid-30s. Her hair, which you think is naturally auburn, is particularly red in this light. Her eyes seem to be dark, which is somewhat accentuated by the fact that she wears heavy coal, which circles her eyes. And her hair has been formed back and it's just kind of held in the back of her, or at the back of her neck. She wears a veil which covers the lower portion of her face. Not really so much as you think in a ceremonial or anything like that purpose, so much as she looks to be sunburnt and blistered enough that she probably spends a great deal of time riding and out in the sun. She wears simple clothing and seems to be in somewhat stark contrast towards to the other figure which sits across from her. This is a woman of no more than maybe 20, 21. She's everything that she wears seems to be defined by the word bright. The colors are bright. Her energy just, you know, as you look at her, she'd give all of you a wide smile as you step in. Her eyes are this odd shade of almost, almost jade. And there seems to be a certain... It's difficult in this light, but there seems to be a certain variation in their color. One of them looks to be substantially more blue than the other. Mm. They both stand up, step forward, and greet Masika, obviously happy to see her. The older smiles down and gives kind of an admonishing look towards Sage, who just kind of shrugs her shoulders. (laughs) The older of the two women nods down towards Masika. I see your hunt was successful. Yes, yes, I found Sage and the others that were taken. And uh, I made some new friends. I was going to say, you seem to have found much more. They uh, helped fight off the gnolls. The younger woman glances over everyone else here. Sudi, Hollis, Citra, Falto. You have performed a great service. Thank you. Our tribe is indebted. May we offer you something? She gestures a hand off towards the side where you can see that there's a pitcher. Sure. Um, yes, that would 
Be nice. The older woman nods, looking over all of you with a certain degree of not even remotely concealed suspicion. Yeah, it's fair. Oh, well. Did we Please make yourselves ourselves? comfortable. You would not be offended, I imagine, if I were to ascertain your intentions. Um, View your spirit. Sure. Uh, and no, we're not seeming because I figured we're probably talking to a bunch of mystics who would just yeah. be like, you're lying to me. Yeah. Well, good call. Because I was thinking of that. I was like, that might be a problem. Uh, what does that entail exactly? It's a simple spell that will allow me to see what your, what is in your soul. Oh, okay. I mean, all right. Uh, either of you can make a spellcraft if you so wish. I will do it. I will get a 23 because I rolled a five. I rolled a net 20 for Thank 23. God. Yeah. What? <laughs> I only have a three spellcraft. I'm just learning. I gotta teach you better. <laughs> Both of you can identify detect evil, though. Oh, well, that's fine. Oh, okay. Ain't evil. A small precaution. Oh, fair enough. No, feel free. As these are... Difficult times? I was going to say dangerous, but yes. They've apparently ran afoul of the cultists in Wati and Tefu, and now they're hunting them down here in the desert. Masika shrugs, plopping yep. down on one of the rugs. That's fair. That's true. The younger one makes her way over, uh, offers each one of you the the pitcher. It's just water. I have water. Uh, but it's nice, cool water. Yeah, nice. So, uh, she also offers all of you biscuits. I eat them mm. as well. Okay. Very I give spicy. one to Sugar. Citra eagerly eats a biscuit. <laughs> honey? Yes. Yes, please. I'll she pass. You know, hands out honey. Thank you. Not for Sudi because it's sticky and it gets everywhere. Honey, it's everywhere. don't touch it. Just don't touch. I don't. That's not how you eat. Oh honey. no! I got it on my flippers again. <laughs> Narmer, come here! Quit moving! Uh, uh, it's on my face now. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor Narmer. Uh, Is that why you have create water? <laughs> yeah, it comes in handy. Sit still. <laughs> I motion made a silver. It's a non-fairish material. Okay. I won't rush. That's, <laughs> but okay. So, the cultists have gotten as far as Tefu. We think they may have started there. Or at least or had a major presence there. Maybe an on. Uh, well, started. The cult sort of took over a gang, which was already there, and in Wati, and an on, and yes. The younger one, like, flops down onto a pillow and, like, leans forward on her elbows in a way that, for Sudi, it reminds you of some of the younger people at the Temple of Bast. It's mm-hmm. despite the fact that this woman is probably a couple years older than you are. She has a boundless energy that seems to belie her, you guess, position as an elder, quote unquote, of this tribe. Yeah, she's got that youthful, like, I may have just come into this job. Kind of I am caught, by the way. I'm Hollis. Sudhi. And this is Marin. I'm Citra, and this is Falto. A pleasure. Mara sits down in her own chair. I think we should start from the beginning. Why are you here? Here specifically in your camp or here in the desert? Uh, well, we're traveling through on a caravan, but I'm searching for something and they're searching for something. She turns towards Hollis and what is your caravan's purpose? Oh, um, we are in search of a tomb, mm-hmm. uh, which is There's a certain there. darkness that crosses her face. Not to loot the tomb. This guy follows for Iasma. We're there. We're looking for some information from this tomb yes, we to don't stop w- that cult that, that nobody lacks. Yes, we don't want to take anything from the tombs. To stop the cult. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
She looks over towards the younger girl, who actually takes on a somewhat serious expression, thoughtfully staring out the front flap of the tent. You brought supplies to dig. Yeah. So you're excavating. I mean, well, I if mean, we have to. The tomb we seek is in the parched dunes, and we imagine it's been, I mean, it's been lost to history for ages. She glances towards Masika. We've had repeat problems with kidnappings, disappearances. These cultists, they claim to serve an ancient king. Yep, sounds right. They also seem to be very interested in procuring manual labor. Yeah, we are looking for the same side. Hmm. Hmm. But also we were explicitly asked to to kill the leader of this cult and return him to the uh, Hatia of Tefu. So that's also like a thing we're trying to do. The Church of Nethys have long been allies of ours. Oh, excellent. Or at the very least have been respectful of our position in Tefu. We follow the old ways here. I wonder if they're in the Sacrosanct Order of the Blue Feather. No. Sudi thinks to himself. She follows Osiris. My family has always been followers of the old ways. Then you understand. What? They have. Yeah, ancestor was Nethys. Follower of Nethys. Well, wasn't Nethys himself. That'd be crazy. (laughs) Ah. Nethys is one of the old. He is not as old as the, the gods of our forebearers. But even as young of a god as he is, he is widely respected amongst our tribe. Hmm. Being that he's only like uh, 8,000 years old. Yeah. <laughs> only. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've also, maybe we can help you guys out. Seems like y'all are having some troubles with these cultists too. It seems like it. Cut just kind of leans back forward again. So, what is this place? It's a tomb. They're uh, looking for the tomb that I fell in when I made Narmer. Well, well it was it built this symbol. Same. I point at Narmer's little symbol. This person. He is an architect, and we need to find out where he himself is buried. So that we can perhaps locate more about him and discover he's made a bunch of things that were whopped from Osirian history that we kind of need to find before this cult does. Because all cults, of course, want to end the world in some way or another. I mean... They want always to remake it in their own image, Ugh, and it's cults. stupid. So you guys actually know what the cult is doing? We'd be very interested. I mean... We've been fighting them for years, but they won't let themselves be captured. Oh, no. We only have a general idea. We don't necessarily have details. We just know that, like, they're working for this king guy. Well, he's pharaoh. And they're, you know, looking for this same... We're mostly looking for it because they're looking for it. But it's, why are they looking for it? Well, to serve their pharaoh guy. What do you need from the tomb? Information. How would you procure this? Reading the walls, hopefully. Or maybe there's a journal or a scroll we could read. If anything's lasted that long, though. It's possible. Maybe magic was used. The guy followed Nethys, so... Perhaps. True. We would be willing to assist you. But we need to know for certain. Your aim is to destroy the cult. Yes. I would say so. Yes. They killed a friend of ours recently, and uh, that's just not acceptable. In addition to them just being generally bad. Cut nods. We've had a great deal of trouble. We've... You can all make a sense motive check. Except for Masika. She knows. Wow. I roll an 18 for a 27. I roll a 15 for a 21. Rolled an 11 for a 24. Hollis. Yeah, she pauses after she says weed. And you can kind of tell pointedly doesn't look at Masika before she just kind of nods. We've all lost people dear to us due to the cult Mm. and would be very thankful if the problem was removed from us it's the best that we can do to defend our own people secure our own lands 
We have tried twice before to mount an attack strong enough to defeat the cult. Mm. In both of these cases, we were rebuffed. It seems that their leaders possess extraordinary magics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We would perhaps be able to defeat them if faced with them here, but she glances off towards the side. There are only three chairs in this room. The two that you'd originally seen them sitting in. These, they're they're done in that classic, the classic Egyptian style, where they're almost like two hoops, like two half circles interconnected, like you would see in the tombs of. uh, I think they uncovered a bunch of them in uh, Tutankhamun's tomb. (laughs) A third one sits off towards the side and unoccupied as she glances towards it. But you're missing somebody. Yes. Narmer spilled the beans. Well, I'm I mean, sorry. I could also have inferred it from this empty chair and not dragged you into it, but I mean, the truth is good. There's no use trying to hide anything. That's I, ominous. Don't say that. That That is I very think, triggering. I think our goals align, though. We're both wanting to stop this cult and bring some more peace Normalcy. to the region. Less people going missing. The older Mara inclines her head. I feel that you are truthful. Thank you. We would be very interested in assisting you. The cult needs to pay for what it has done. Now that is something you and I both wholeheartedly agree upon. How can we assist you? We need to find the tomb of Chisisek. Before they do. We have uh, some information very generally of where it might be. Yes, um, between the Scarab and... The Crook. Crook Rivers south of the Pillars of the Sun. Mm-hmm. So in the south part of the Parched Dunes. Hmm. It's a vague direction, but it's all we have, really. I mean, it's a tomb that's been literally wiped purposefully from the histories of Osirian, so... The Pillars of the Sun are about 50 miles north. So if you would go past that, you'd be beyond that reach. The Crook and the Scarab. I would say no further east than maybe the Merchant's Oasis. That's some distance away from here. That's out in the open desert, though. Well, it's often traveled, though. All right. And well defended. By who? There are those that were unwilling to join us, hmm. encircling our protection. And the Merchant's Oasis is where we'll be heading after this. We have waited here for Masika's return. Ah. To make certain that our people were returned back to us before we departed. But we have already... Our camels have eaten their fill. And if we go much longer, stay much longer here, it will take some time for this green place to recover. We need to move to greener pastures. Fair enough. There are also the rocky lands to the west. But if you go any further past those, you'll be beyond the stretch of the crook. Hmm. Outside of this area. If only she... We had a friend. Mm -hmm. The younger one glances about. She aided us for some time, but she's gone missing. We would commune with her at times. A protector of the desert. A sphinx named Tedasura. Oh, we know her. Oh, I don't know her. Why am I talking? Never mind. (laughs) Actually, we know Tedasura. I have met her. She came to Wati. She gave me this. Points at his costume. The girl stands up. Do you mind? No, not at all. She leans in, you know, almost one of those, like, uncomfortable invading personal space as she looks at the stone. I've heard stories about these before. Oh, really? They infused the individual with the power of the earth itself. Mm-hmm. There were once more... The older woman nods. The living monoliths. Mm. I'm told I'm the last I have Ra. 
actually. You were one of the children of Sekhmet. Yes. I was uh, orphaned and raised in Wati. She nods, kind of inclines her head towards Citra. I was perhaps her age when I heard of the death of your people. Mm. It was a tragic time. I didn't really know any of them, but yes, I'm told that uh, none survived but me. They were incredible warriors. Mm. They guarded the foothills of the Pillars of the Sun. Falto nods. That's the region that, from what I understand, the Black Fane existed. But I do not know of any place called the Black Fane. But the children of Sekhmet did safeguard a temple there. Maybe that's the name of the temple? I don't remember the elders telling us of that. Most of our history is oral. We are the keepers of it. I would remember that. It was just the place of the children of Sekhmet. Hmm. Hmm. It would be too far north to be the place that you're looking for. You could try and see if you could maybe find Titasura, but we haven't seen her in some months. Do you know where she is often headed? Did she tell you? We communed with her some three months back, perhaps. But she said that the there was a stirring beyond the desert, and then she flew east. Isn't that when y'all saw her? That lines up when we saw her. Yes. So she, that was in Wati? Yeah, she came to Wati during a recent uh, uprising of undead. It's strange. She, she always spoke of being a protector of the dunes. I'm surprised she traveled so far. I'm... It was a bit of a dire situation. Yeah, but it was... We're not sure why she was there, only that she was, and she didn't give us much reason. Hmm. There are a couple of sites near here that you may be able to explore, that may be able to help you in your course. West of here, you can make your way into the foothills, uh, into the rocky range. That is where Tedasura lived. Perhaps she's simply gone into seclusion. You may be able to find her caves there. She never accepted visitors well, other than the occasional individual that would go and and speak with her would live as a hermit amongst the mountains that she had very few friends or allies. We would just give her respect when we came through. You should be careful though. There's been a large, we refer to it as the Great Falcon. It is like a, uh, a bird, a raptor, huge. It flies off with camels at times. Wow. What the heck? like a rock or something? It roosts in the mountains there. You may wish to be cautious. Mm. Well, that sounds very scary. Although from what I understand, I don't know if it's intelligent or not, but from what I understand, it was a friend or at the very least on amiable terms with the Sphinx. It flies out of the sun, its shadow blankets the sands, and then it takes what it wills. Mm. It doesn't seem to target people. It's mostly interested in animals. It will occasionally swoop down and take a camel from us, but that is simply the price we pay for for traveling through this region. Hmm. It is a being of the natural order, a son of Horus. Hmm. We give it the respect it deserves. Hmm. Fair enough. So that was, you said, west of here? Yes. Okay. There are also the Thyrie. The what? The Thyrie. But we have... Masika, you had more dealings with them than we have. Your father, at least. I mean, a little bit, but not much. What are they? The easiest way to describe them would be bee people. Do I know about bee people? Uh, you may make a dulge nature. All right. I'm going to have sugar help me. Ba-bonk. Dang. Sugar super helps me. Uh, I get a 30. With a 30, you have heard of the three, Ray. Bee people is a proper term for them. Hmm. 
That's considered a proper term? Oh, okay. I mean, at They're the very least, bee people is an accurate term for them. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say, I'm like, do they call themselves bee people? They have the the upper torsos of people. Legs that usually about to the knee are akin to those of humans. And then beneath that are like long, hairy bee legs. And have the bee-like, it's not thorax, what is that? Butt. Yeah, they have the bee butt uh, <laughs> that comes off of the back of them. Uh, they are, them. Yep, yeah. They are highly spiritual creatures and keepers of the world's greatest secrets. The three ray are a race of uh, bee-like seers coveted for their powers of divination and prophecy. They are roughly humanoid in size and appearance. They keep to the outskirts of civilization, tending to their mysterious rituals and maintaining a watchful, if passive, eye over the machinations of nearby societies. They possess an eerie air of mysticism. Three ray are nonetheless startlingly beautiful with their slender bodies giving an unexpected grace to their otherwise unsightly mannerisms of giant bees. What? Um, unsightly mannerisms. They're bees. Yeah, they're giant bees. They shake their butt a lot. All right. I, I remember studying them at school. They're they're very peaceful. They just keep to themselves with their giant bees. We usually just trade for that with them for honey. Well, and they, that makes sense with honey. The seers, they might actually know a lot. That would be mm, helpful. They tend to keep to themselves. They really only... She kind of glances. You don't even necessarily think the younger woman glances around nervously so much as uncomfortably before the older one sh- shakes her head. All three ray are female. Okay. But any children that they have breed true. They also possess some sort of hypnotic dance that will sometimes lure men away from traveling tribes. So we leave the men. Great. It'll just be the three of us girls. Well, I mean, if that's the safest thing to do, I guess that'd be alright. Well, if it's a dance, you have to see it, right? I could give you echolocation, you could close your eyes. Hi. That works? That that doesn't seem like the diplomatic way of doing it. Well, I don't want them to ensnare you. Well, yeah, but Make you a bee papa. (laughs) No, but I'm just saying it would be easier and more diplomatic if I'm just not seen. Well, that was option one. Or we may do a seeming and make me look like a... Well, no, I'll still sound like a, a male. Well, so. and semen doesn't change the fact that you're male, actually. Oh, well, okay. All right. I, I think we would be okay going without you if I they're mean, a peaceful the, group. They I'll don't. the camels. I mean, my father and I would go visit them frequently. They never tried to hypnotize him. You don't have a bee sibling? No, not that I'm aware of. That'd be cute. <laughs> My mother would probably be pretty upset. I guess that's fair. That's fair. She would have been mad, yeah. And, you know, Sage obviously doesn't have a bee butt. No. <laughs> no, nope, no. Nope. Regular butt. <laughs> Unfortunate. No, just kidding. It'd be really hard know. to sit down in chairs. <laughs> you have to have a special chair. Do they have special chairs? I don't know. They, From what I understand, they've built a hive of some form huh. in the mountains. Or not the mountains, but in the foothills to the north of here. That's fun. <laughs> But again, they don't openly steal or kidnap men, just lure them out. Usually the young, impulsive, and unmarried. Hollis pats Sudi on the shoulder. I resonate with that description. Do you? Do you really? He's young and... Because you have a girlfriend in Wati. That's what I mean! I'm unmarried. Have you been rotting her? Yes. Okay. It's hard to get letters back there, though, from this caravan. It's hard to write her because until a month or two ago, I was illiterate. <laughs> also Which makes this. no sense. Also this. That <laughs> somehow I critical libraries. <laughs> we never said you were illiterate. We just said you had trouble. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. You're like sixth grade in your ability. Probably, yeah. Perhaps, though, you could convince them to, to aid you somehow. 
We haven't been able to. They've been, what's the term that you use? On the fence. Mm. And we haven't been able to convince them to get off the fence. We don't have fences. I don't really know the analogy. Come to your side. Right. They've mostly just been trying to keep to themselves. Trying to stay neutral. Well, we can impress upon them the the fact that neutrality is not going to benefit anybody in this situation. Well, not especially if the cult has their way. And their seers may be able to provide you with more information. That is true. We should... I think that would be a good course of action to see if we could enlist their aid. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worth the exploration. We are going to be heading northeast. If you travel from here northeast, perhaps some 60 miles, you can reach the Merchant's Oasis. Okay. Their caravan is slow. And more likely than not, they would have difficulty finding us. Oh, that sounds like you're coming with us. True. It would be difficult to find unless there is one of us with you. What? Hollis grins. I think they're trying to imply that we're going to continue the need of your guiding services. Kaa steps over, places a hand around Masika's shoulders, kind of leads her off towards the side of the room. We can't continue this fight of attrition. I mean, I I realize that, but... Your magic, don't take this the wrong way, tends to be a lot more destructive than mine. I can heal people. Well, yes, I know. Zosar is going to freak out. Well, then you can explain it. Oh, yeah, like he listens to me. It may just be best if we had a hand in this. We can't keep the fight going the way it has been. And I imagine that you more than anyone would be interested in seeing these people stopped. I am very interested in seeing these people stopped. Besides, didn't they help you with your sister? Yes, but... I get the feeling they're hiding something. Can we're, we hear any of this? I guess you all can make a perception roll. We do. I mean, we're whispering. We're nosy AF. I roll on seven. I roll an 11 for a 28. Uh, I roll a 15 for a 28. Citra and Sudi can overhear parts of the conversation as they're in the next room. Listen, they're hiding things because they don't trust us. Let's be honest, we're hiding some things too. I don't know whether or not they're trustworthy, and we're not going to know that without someone there. And besides, they helped save your sister. You do owe them a debt. I know. So it's decided. Can I just take Zosar with me so I'm not by myself? I'm willing to volunteer your services, and perhaps if they were interested in his. Because I really don't want to go by myself with a bunch of strangers. Stranger danger. Well, hopefully you should have the opportunity to find Nima also. Fine. We can't. She kind of glances back in the direction of the open tent, turns her back entirely to the central portion of the tent. We cannot perform the necessary rituals without her. I know. We cannot bring Osiris's blessings. The oasises will die. I know. Then it's decided. Don't look so happy about this. She smiles, patting you on the top of the head. <laughs> Despite the fact that you're older than she is. <laughs> Being small, man. Always the head pats. Fine, yeah. Oh, sorry. She kind of walks back in. Just had a quick discussion. And what was the outcome of said discussion? I'll be going with you. Well, excellent. Well, that sounds like a plan, then. I'm going to sense motive. Oh, that's a good idea. That's probably a really good idea. Are you trying to hide your motive, Heather? I mean, she's, she's just wary about going off by herself. 
with a bunch of people she doesn't know. About her boo. I get a 20 and I'm like, okay, she's just scared. It's yeah. fine. Anyone that gets higher than a 15 will probably read that. Yep, reading that. <laughs> got a 32. Nice. She also has a slight tummy ache. What? <laughs> I don't what? know. I was just trying to does think of one that, extra that, funny detail. That the she's, nerve. she's freaked out by bee people. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that sounds pretty horrifying. You've noticed that she hasn't been eating the honey. Anyway. So, uh, Falto. Yes. Does does your caravan need any more people? Well, I mean, do we have supplies? Can they carry their weight? Yeah. Can they bring their own supplies? Do I don't have, have additional skills? camels or wagons or anything like no, that. No, nothing like that. They don't have anything like no, that? No, they have all those things. They won't be a burden. Who Is you that a double negative? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you trying to bring? Oh, my husband. Oh, right. That's right. She's does, married. That's does, what she does said. Does your husband have any special skills that would be useful on our I mean, picture? he's the leader of the warriors of our tribe, so, you know. That's why his like loss him. will be... Should you be bringing the leader of the warriors of your tribe? Difficult for us. So it's... Uh. The older seer glances down. We will need him to escort us to the Merchant's Oasis. I imagine all of you will be meeting us there, probably before your final push. Yeah, seems so. Unless you can find this tomb. Mm-hmm. Seems likely. We'll reconsider that position then. You get to explain it to him. I'll explain it to him. Good luck with that. Fine. I don't think a stranger People should People like me. I am affable. Uh, it, that's not affable really... is one thing, but... This seems this... like a family matter. Let's not get involved. Well, I'm just offering my services to be of use. Trust me, telling people that you're going to be gone for a while is not the easiest conversation to have. I'd be like, I'm taking your wife here. She's going to be in good hands. We have similar magical things that we like to do. Her little robot guy's here. It's fine. I, I don't think that's... I think you should stay out of this Well, one. fine. Definitely stay out of it. I'm trying to help. I don't know. Helping is fine, but... Well, if you need me to help you, I'll help you. you I don't mind telling people bad news. I imagine Hollis actually had to do that a lot over 165 yep. years of life. <laughs> yeah. When are you leaving? We've only been waiting for all of you to return. We will leave tomorrow to the Merchant's Oasis. We'll be making a route north past the Falchion Ridge. Yeah. It's an easy to find landmark when you're out in the desert. Sudi kind of does an involuntary shudder at the yeah, word Falchion. <laughs> South of that is the Salt Lake. Once it was an oasis, it is no longer. It was near this place that Masika's father lived, but I would be cautious of approaching the oasis itself. There is only death there. Why? What happened to it? The oasis dried up. The salt built up across the ground, and now is an open, flat salt plain. Hmm. Is that where you fell in a hole? Near there. Hmm. There's an old ruined village there, and in there are creatures whose very presence can turn flesh to stone. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, no hey, I picked up a scroll of stone to flesh, my friends. I did it. I am prepared as soon as we level up to do that. The ruins there date back thousands of years. There may be clues within the structures there or what's left over in the surrounding region. But once again, you would have to deal with the presences. Are uh, the presences Medusa? Do they have Snakehead? Does anybody know anything else about them? Specifically, no. Hmm. In fact, we can't even be positive if the presences are still there. It has been taboo for our people to go there in some time. Mm. But you can still see the statues. They look somewhat like men, although the sand has worn away their features and mm. details to nothing. Well, that's unfortunate. Just stones shaped like men. Mm. I certainly don't want to be a stone again, but... Yes, that was uh, a bit of a chore to get you guys back to normal. 
But if that's where she found this little fella, and I like point at the at Nama. Hey, gosh. Then uh, it's probably worth checking out. I agree. Maybe I could put him in a pit again. That worked. Good wow. news. What? I can't be turned to stone. Well, that's helpful. And you can use magic items, can't you? Uh, I can spit goblets of acid. Well, if I gave you a scroll, you couldn't just cast a scroll. Do I have any use magic device, Hunter? <laughs> he does not. Oh, well. Nope. Oh, never mind then. If nothing else, though, I can put you all in a circle, and then it'll be like I have a circle of friends forever. But our faces will wear away. I will not exist anymore after a while. I have a lot of trouble reading faces. I'm kind of like a dog. Dang it. Well, I don't want to become a stone statue, but that might be worth exploring. I could keep you out of the wind. Keep a pit ready to go. I always do. I think that that might be our third stop, though. Try to maybe we'll be able to skip it if we get enough information from the first two places. That's true. I'd like to meet a Sphinx. If this is his workshop... I say I don't finish it, but I like. Yeah, uh, yeah, ooh, I know. Ooh, maybe you can upgrade me. Ooh, that might be a fun upgrade little science project. Yeah, I like to swim. Why do you want to swim? I don't know. It looks he, like fun. So he is nice. a fish. Would what? you rather swim or fly? I, I can already fly. Yeah, but if you had to pick one. Hmm. Hmm. I probably stay with flying. I don't see a lot of water out here. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what if I could swim through sand? Like, like a boule. <laughs> a noble boule. Like the noble boule. Well, oh, that does remind me. You should be cautious of boule. Oh, yeah. Boule are bad. It is their breeding season. We'll, we'll work on it, Narmer. Okay? Okay. I mean, you can already, like, heal yourself. What more do you want? It's true. Just to swim, obviously. Ooh, what if I became, like, shelf-winding? That'd be cool. Wait, does he have to be wound up? I have to be wound up every couple of days. Okay. I'm really paranoid about my key. That's fair. You have my key, right? It's right here. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're, well. in a bi- we're in a big sham box. If you dropped it, it'd be gone forever. And he's just like TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we have everything we need to, to at least get started. I mean. It does seem we have our direction at oh, least. We have a lizard in a box. What are we going to do about that? Well. Let it go? Well, no. didn't we want we to talk to her? I thought we were going to question it. No, it, in, what we should do, I th- believe, is interrogate this knoll by returning it back to its original form. I, can in either one of you break enchantments? I'd have to wait until tomorrow. She turned the knoll slave leader lady into a it's, lizard. It's been another day since. Oh, yeah, it has, hasn't it? Yeah, I so guess I could have. you can prep that. Mm-hmm. We wait, might- don't you remember I gave it to you? Did you? Yep. Oh, you did. Yeah, I did. Thanks. This is weird. I do doubt that anyway. we'll get any information out of it, but it's worth trying. I mean, yeah, it's worth trying. In, in best case, we might at least get the direction we, to go in where the cultists are. We really shouldn't are. do that in the middle of camp, though. No. What do we do with her afterward? Because, like, we're not just going to murder a person, but we can't just let her go. She's this... a slaver, Noel. She's committed crimes against my people. I oh, mean... let them deal with it. All right, that works for me. Fair enough. Uh, all right, I guess, um, do we want to go deal with that real quick? Well, I mean, we could go back to the caravan area, or we could, I don't know, if y'all have some sort of place that's like a trial area. Or, I mean, keep in mind that the... Jail of some kind? Well, yes, but the Noel won't have any equipment or anything, so there's probably not a whole lot that they can do to us. Um, that they can punch us in the face. It would also possess all of its equipment. It's a polymorph yeah. spell, which means all of its gear polymorphed with it. What? Oh, dang it. 
Also, that's why you only got one of uh, all the dang gear. it. Wow, we'll get two of everything. We got manacles. I can hold them. You can manacle them. Yes. Right. Well, it's not like you can manacle a lizard. But once I could it also, becomes a person, I mean, I also could just yes, knock, it, knock them out. Well, then try. we can't ask them any questions. Well, no, we knock them out. We tie them up, heal them up a little bit. They wake up, manacled. Solutions. We could hit it as a lizard for a while until it is. You could stun the lizard. Then we could turn the lizard back into the gnoll. I, I don't want him to risk accidentally punching the lizard to death. Oh, oh. no, the lizard will still have all of its full, like, hardiness. My what? life is weird. So is ours. I also don't want to punch a lizard that feels like animal cruelty. Well, it's a gnoll. You wouldn't let me feed it to a chicken, therefore, it must be not a lizard. She's got you there. You can't have it both ways. I have have put myself into a logical corner. (laughs) I admit this, but I will steadfastly refuse to do it still. Let's... Make a tiny little arena and I'll fight it. No. (laughs) I'll put it against sugar. We need to change her back, tie her up, and question her, and hope that we get some answers, and then hand her over. Oh, does anybody have speak with animal? They could tell the lizard to be still. And then you could change her back, and then maybe before she realizes to not be still, we could duck manacles. I was more just hoping we had like a not a cage, but a box, something a to keep her in a cell. I mean, I have a whole person spell, but that won't work when she's a lizard. Well, and also like you got to do the break enchantment. I don't have whole person on account of I don't really do that kind of magic. I mean, I think the best if pertinent, the lizard would have just regained hit points for resting, so she was already badly injured whenever you polymorphed her, she would still be at, like, a quarter hit points. So even if she decided to become violent... She's injured. She's injured. You're at full health and preparation. So, yeah, I mean, it won't be a problem to contain her, I don't think. All right, let's do it. And gnolls are notoriously cowardly creatures. Mm. We're we're doing this out by your caravan. Sure. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, And then you're turning her over to us when it's done. Yep. Sounds like a great plan. You seem like the proper authority. Yep. I'm not the, the fa- proper authority. Well, y'all. Well, you're an apprentice to the proper authority. Your yeah. husband would be the proper exactly. authority. Oh, we no- can meet the Narmer, husband. Go, go find Zosar. Tell us about Zosar. Okay. Narmer away. He flies off. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we go out to the caravan to deal with this weird conundrum we put ourselves in. It's very weird. And this is the problem with polymorph, like beautiful polymorph. <laughs> I love it, but also you don't get to interrogate them, and then you have a weird like art. Like in any other not. circumstance, I would have just let the lizard go be a lizard for the rest of its little lizard life. I guess that's true. Yeah. Also, <laughs> this is the one with the null problem. <laughs> All right. I guess uh, once everything's ready, I'll cast break enchantment on this lizard. And I, I will become big to hold him down, which is going to be interesting. Oh, yeah, so you, you can be big. should probably forewarn her before you turn big. Oh, well, yeah, I'm not going to, like, just do it. I'm going to be like, hey, by the way, I can turn, it, like, twice, four times my size. So, But I suppose you'll head back to the caravan, grab the lizard, bring it out. A number of the outriders arrive, as well as a tall... Sh- I don't know if you actually even described your husband. I did. Oh. Tell us what he looks like. What is, this, what is this tall, handsome If Rick is supposed like, to describe him... Nah. Rick has forgotten I, how, what he looks like. You want to like. have a husband, you tell us what he looks like. This tall... This Who plays him? Terry Crews. No! Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love Terry Crews. That's not who he is. We're all immediately brain. smitten. Too bad. He walks yep. up, each of his pecs individually flexing. Ah, as long as he's not played Luke, by Luke Cage, because we can't. No. <laughs> that guy. Also by Luke Cage. Terry Crews is fine by himself. A number of the guards show up, as well as this uh, tall, not quite, I think Hollis is like six 
four or something mm-hmm. ridiculous. Six two. Six two. Okay, so about the same height as Tallis. As Hollis. Tallis. Mm. Tallis. The tallest. <laughs> Hollis. Hollis. The tallest. My tallest. <laughs> Finally, someone else uh, of a normal height. Yeah. <laughs> With long black hair that is uh, braided into a ponytail that even in its ponytail braid almost reaches to the lower portion of his back. Wow. Um, that's a lot of hair. He's Drogo. Cal Drogo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's a good one. Ooh, Jason too. Momoa. <laughs> Jason Momoa. Tall, strapping, broad-shouldered. Mm. Uh, he is actually tall, strapping, broad-shouldered, very muscular with a kind of a serious sort of like no-nonsense looking Does he have a beard? Chiseled face. I didn't describe him with a beard. Can he be Jason, Jason Momoa? Momoa. <laughs> Which means he needs... A beard. I, I love you that have a pick, bit of a beard. We're picking like th- like three really great <laughs> actors with Terry Crews, Dwayne Johnson, and now just a mix Jason of all Momoa. three. So mix all pretty boys, pretty muscular boys too. Yeah, I mean he makes his way forward. Masika bounds over. <laughs> You're like bouncing. <laughs> well, that's an awkward coupling. I say to Citra. <laughs> I didn't expect it. She's safe, very safe. safe. She's fine. The elders inform me that you're traveling again. Unfortunately. Hmm. Uh, this is Hollis and Sudi and Citra. Is Falto still here with us? Yeah, he's with no, me. And Falto. I they, tip my hat. They helped me save Sage. He inclines his head. Zosar. We've heard a lot about you. So, uh, yeah. so the lizard's a knoll. That's a, probably an interesting way to uh, start that conversation. Yeah, mm. it's true, though. I mean, I assume he's aware of what she can do. So I'm going to change it back into a knoll, and then we're going to interrogate it, and and then it's your problem. She smiles. Hmm. I like this. <laughs> you are a man of many words. Hmm. It's definitely I think she has all of the words. <laughs> he nods to his guards, kind of just motions with a hand as they spread out, drawing their scimitars. He has a large, heavy falchion off of his back. What is with the falchion? it on his shoulder. Citra takes a step back. We all cringe. <laughs> Why? Why falchions? Alrighty. I lean down to Masika and I go, how did this happen? Oh, when I first came to the tribe, they decided I needed a bodyguard. Wait, why did they decide you needed a bodyguard? Because I'm quote unquote impulsive. Okay, that makes sense. I would never have guessed. <laughs> but then he she was... was a prin- oh, no, not princess. Right. And also, he's real pretty, I guess. I'm not even really into humans, but... Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> tall. He's like a normal hat. I like it. Are you trying to say I'm not normal? Not for me. Regardless, go unlizard this knoll and let's get this over I, with. I cast Break Enchantment. You ready to biggin? Sudi, Sudi like, warns everybody and then embiggins himself with his costume. I have to roll a caster level check against myself. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's the weirdest part about this is you did the spell and you have to roll to undo the spell. Break your own spell. <laughs> I've never had to undo my own baleful polymorph. This is funny. All right, I roll an 18, so just plus my caster level, right? So 27? Yep. <laughs> Does that work against yourself? Probably. Yeah. Okay, cool. No, you're like, oh, man, two-day-year-old me or two, two days ago me was super crappy at the spell. Anyway, uh, you wave a hand. There is an almost audible pop in this foosh of displaced air as this thing instantaneously gains 100% mass. <laughs> Actually, no, at that point, it'd be like 10,000% mass. Yep. Uh-oh. We're all up and violating the laws of physics up in here with our magic. Yeah, it stares around confusedly because it had a little lizard brain, and so it didn't quite comprehend everything that was going on. So suddenly it's <laughs> in basically a completely different place. Sudi, grab it. Sudi will grab the knoll. 
Combat maneuver. All right, it will take the attack of opportunity because it's still trying to figure out sure. what's going on. I'm ready sure, with my manacles once you have That's it grabbed. Fine. Actually, I'm going to give it him this. It with a whip with a 14. Ha! Nope. Very well. Citra, maybe you should use these manacles. Dang it. Um, I can. You're faster than me. I roll a 9. Only gives me a 20. Sad. It slips out from your grip. Yep, no fun. She bares her teeth, glancing around. Look here, honey, I say in Noel. You're either gonna get beaten till you're unconscious, or you're just gonna let us put these manacles on you. Them's your options. Where is this? The desert. <laughs> wow. Captain Obvious Okay, here. I'm speaking to someone else. No, I don't think they speak, Noel. I speak, she switches <laughs> to Osiriani. <laughs> Oh, good. This will be easier then. I told her this is the desert, and that's all she gets because she needs to get manacle or beaten. Those are the options I gave her. I mean, those are the options. To be fair, you have been rescued from a life as a lizard. It's true. That so. you put me in. That's also a fair point. You stole her sister, and you've been selling people into slavery to a cult. I don't think you are on the moral high ground here. That's also true. Morality aside, <laughs> it's kind of an important factor. It's legal. It's awful. Wait, is Who it cares? legal in Osirian? Yeah, slavery is legal in Osirian. Who cares? Says the neutral good wizard. Just because it's legal doesn't make it right. Morality and legality are two different things. Submit. Why did you change me oh, back? Oh, because we're going to ask you a bunch of questions about the cult. Like, where were you taking the slaves? And what do I get out of this? Not being a lizard. That. <laughs> Well, I already have that. You're welcome. I can turn you back into a lizard. Ooh, you should turn her into something. What do you A mouse. We were going to feed you to a chicken, and we talked her out to feeding you to a chicken. But um, if you're going to be rude, then we're not going to defend you a second time. It's a weird threat. <laughs> this is a weird So I want situation. to point out that you're... I'll let you guys make a diplomacy check with a minus four because your negotiation or an intimidate <laughs> check because your negotiation is you are a lizard. We turned you back. So your options are be a lizard again or get nothing. <laughs> well, or don't die. Well, no, you haven't That's, offered her don't die. It's just like, well, or we'll we turn know. you into a lizard. We don't, again. We don't, we don't actually know if we can offer that. Yeah. All right. All right. We can put in a good word with the tribal elders to not execute you for kidnapping their people but honestly which, which is a crime mm -hmm. which is a crime In which means society. you may not die you can't offer that uh, well she's committed crimes regardless of what you say the elders will not take your stance oh. Ooh, we I put about first. oh hold on oh i'm not in charge no but you have switch we're listening to the man <laughs> Shut up, women, and listen to the man. Well, he's Jeez. trying to tell us what we can and can't do because he's like the law guy. I can offer you a fair trial. You'll, of course, be found guilty. That's not a <laughs> fair trial, then. At which point you could demand justice by combat. Do you have to fight you? Most of the time. Yeah, you're going to lose that fight. <laughs> <laughs> right, sense motive, how many levels this guy got? We size him up. Ah, my dice again! I don't... I only had 20. <laughs> I got <a> 13. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know about fighters. He's big. Uh, I size him up pretty good. I get a 24. <laughs> I mean, you don't think he's probably commiserate with you, but he seems to walk with the same degree of skill and swagger as, well, not swagger quite, but uh, as Falto. So you think he's probably pretty skilled. Okay, so he's like maybe like seventh level, I'm guessing. I don't know what Falto's level really is. But... Hollis leans over and goes, 
we could do the, I've heard this threat before, I've never used it, it's not really my gig, but like... You either talk to us as a, a living thing, or you talk to us as a dead thing. We'll yeah, speak to your corpse. I, I can't do that. Oh, really? I don't have. We're, can't we are not doing that. You never used speak I, with dead in Farasmus Church. We try to avoid it. You freaking use it. Uh, don't talk to me. Only if I've known necessary. inquisitors in my day. Okay, okay, okay. Sudi. No, mask. mask. <laughs> no mask. No. You can use speak with dead. I know I can, but I'm not going to. So, okay, okay, no, okay. No, the mask doesn't actually so, say that, but... So, uh, so, I don't actually know your name, but anyway, we're, you, you really should cooperate. And then you can have trial by combat. You might win. I'm not going to lie. If, if they win, if they win, do they get their freedom? Is yeah, that that yeah, works? that's how that works. Okay. And, and then if they're dead, they're dead. Fine, I'll answer your question. Just to be out of this conversation, probably. Mostly. <laughs> no. That's my we're interrogation a, we're, style. We're a frustrating party. <laughs> so where were you intending to take the people you kidnapped unlawfully? <laughs> wow, what a like that's such <laughs> South we were leaving the desert. Leaving to the go desert where? where? The Brazen Peaks. Catafash? So What's you weren't taking them to the cult, or is the cult already down there? The cult doesn't pay enough. So you take them to Catapesh. You were backstabbing the cult. Oh, that's a terrible idea. Wait, sir. Wait, okay. Also, they were backstabbing the cult, which means they might have actually kind of been sort of helping in a weird like. No, they weren't helping way. nobody. Oh, sorry. No, they weren't helping anybody. Huh. They were just selling to the highest price. Well, <laughs> so you're not even working for the cult anymore. We were never working for the where, cult. Where where do you go when you actually would give people to the cult, though? Because we know so, you were selling to the cult at some point. You're travelers like anyone else. If we stumbled across them on our way back to the south, we would have sold to them. If not, hmm. Well, where did you usually stumble upon them? Often out in the desert in their own raiding parties. But they knew well enough not to cross us. Hall, says yeah, nothing. okay. Um... <laughs> Probably true. Well, this was a waste of a spell, I think. I, I think so, too. We should have just let her be a little lizard, because now, you regardless, know... Regardless. Regardless, the questions were answered, and the deal was done. So... Do you have any other information about the cult that may prove useful to anyone, anywhere? <laughs> you seem to have nothing to bargain with me with, so... I mean, no. your life is a bargaining... Uh, wait, sorry, sense motive. I want to know if they're if they're still hiding stuff. I rolled fairly decently, and I get a 20. With a 20? Mm, no. No, you don't really think so. Eh, okay, I don't think they really have anything. But a deal's a deal. Regardless of whether we got them the information or not. I wish I had a spell that compelled people to tell me the truth. You wish you were a paladin and had zone of truth? Yes. Well, I suppose that's done. Yeah. I was hoping this would be more fruitful. Yeah. Yep. They dragged an old way. Well, I will deal with did. her in the morning. Mm. Well, unfortunately, that wasn't super useful. I already tried to convince them to let you come, and they won't because blah, 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 blah. I have many things to take care of here. Mm. You did write in your backstory that I'm the captain of... Yeah, the, I know. Oh, <laughs> That's what you get for writing him as, the, as an important person You should have just made him a tribe. lieutenant. He should have just been some What if I was a baker? I could travel with you if I was a baker. <laughs> well, I mean, y'all can go like... Have adult couple time until tomorrow. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what? That's what couples do. 
I assume. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't think they normally are that explicit with it, Hollis. Adult couple times explicit. It doesn't leave anything to the imagination. It just means you're an adult and you're having time with your partner as a couple. I don't think that means what you I mean, you could like... So we go back to the tent and sit on the couch for five hours and watch through the Mandalorian? <laughs> <laughs> right, Netflix. Netflix. I have this new show, The Witcher, and you have to watch it. <laughs> Henry Cavill's on the screen. <laughs> I don't know. Call the shrugs. All right, so, uh, yeah, that was awkward. So um, I'll see you guys in the morning. Bye. Have fun with... Whatever it is, you're all gonna do. Bye. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. Where oh. do we decide to even go? Uh, kind of looks around. <laughs> the desert. <laughs> no, uh, we're heading toward that oasis place, and we're stopping to talk to some bees and a salt thing. Well, not talk to a salt thing, and talk to Teta Tetasura. Well, the that's first the Tetasura. Tetasura, I think, is the, the closest. Tetasura is to the west, oh. whereas the bee people are to the north. But and then the village was also farther north. Okay. Okay. We're gonna go see Tetasura first. Um, I think that would be the easiest stop to hit first. That's where the foothills are. Are we taking the whole caravan? Or are they just going to go ahead without us? Well, I assume that we would follow you in case you found something there. But if you want to ride ahead, we could travel with the merchant caravan to the oasis. But if you find something you need to excavate, you would have to do that on your own. Oh, I yeah, don't look no. forward to doing that. So, yes. I mean, the only thing we need to excavate is in that town, possibly. Because we're not, not excavating bee people. True, which is not too far from the oasis, so it might be better for them to go with the merchant caravan. And then we'll stop at the merchant caravan first before we go to the village with the petrifying things. Especially with the big bird that takes camels? Well, and the bee ladies that can seduce men. I'm very strong-willed. But not everybody in the caravan is, I don't think. Not that I know of. It's true. We do have a lot of single halflings. (laughs) <laughs> all the single halflings all the single halflings <laughs> <laughs> they sing that every night <laughs> <laughs> put your hands up <laughs> and then the dogs in the background I wasn't Ooh. in the episodes where the caravan was put together so it's there to help us excavate a site right mm-hmm. uh huh well but, however many sites that need to be yeah excavated. but if we go talk to Teddy Sarah and she has some idea where one of these sites are and then we go wandering off in a totally different direction you know, because she gives us a lead or something. So it might be best if the caravan, even if it's just a few days behind us, I think they should stick Near closer us. to where we're going in case we find something. Okay. We could potentially just stay here. And if you have some means by which to message us or teleport to us or something, you could let us know if you find something and then we could travel back. Or you could travel there, find it, and then come back and get us. I mean, does Hollis or Masika have a sending? Well, I don't. I don't want this oasis to be all eaten up or whatever. It's true. Yeah, I don't think, I don't we, think, I don't we think sh- you actually heard that. I no, she talked about she how they'd talk- have to move on soon. Yeah, because the camels had eaten their fill, et cetera, et cetera. What the party didn't hear was that they were concerned that if they didn't get back the third member of their eldest, that they wouldn't be able to perform the rituals to bring the water of their witch coven. Yeah, that Possible. has nothing to do with anything. I, I don't think we should use up the resources at this current oasis just in... Just to be nice. Yeah, that would be rude, us coming in as strangers and it's like eating all the food out of your house. That would be very rude. All right, well, in that case, then we can head into the foothills. I figure I'll use the rest of the day now to do some trade and everything. That honey was really good. It so, was very delicious. Yeah. 
I could put that on some chicken. Excuse me. Some goat. <laughs> that sounds much better. <laughs> oh my god, your chicken is basically the Chick Fil H. Um, equal beef. She is not. It's the opposite. Yeah. It's the opposite oh. of Chick Fil A. Yeah. Oh, yeah Chick Fil A yeah, has the, opposite, the cows yeah. that say eat more beef. Chicken. Yeah. Eat more goat. Apparently, Hollis looks around. Any roasted goat? Anyone? Goat leg. Goat, you can do a lot of things with. You can deep fry the goat. You can put goat leg. You can make goat meatballs. You can I have <laughs> Bubba. Um, I have the accent. Anyway, yeah, that seems fun. You can, like, trade and, like, I don't know, hang out. Yeah, so I'll finish doing some trade, and then we'll get ready to set off tomorrow. Yeah, we actually have a afternoon to relax. Yeah. That's fun. Doesn't happen very often, so we should relish it while we can. Mm. I'm going to go poke around the town and see what people I can meet. I might accompany you on that. Hmm. They seem to know about you and your special stone. Exactly. So some of them might have some information for me, which would be nice. Masiko, would you mind uh, showing us some of the sites here? I mean, it's it's Tent City. Um, I mean, I can point you out to some people that are most likely going to have what you might want to trade. What did you say? You have dates? We have dates. Uh, I brought shovels. I brought weapons. Can't ever go wrong with handing out more scimitars. What about salt or spices or... I assume they'd have salt out here. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did mention there was an entire salt, salt. lake. No, but nobody goes yeah. there. I've got a few cases of this uh, this saffron stuff. That's expensive. That's expensive. I just figured it was like... And oh. some gemstones and things like that. Lapis lazuli, mostly. I guess we're looking for supplies? Yeah, so... What would, kind of supplies? Uh, all sorts of supplies. Rations? And, uh, I don't know, caravan supplies? So, yeah. Would you be willing to assist us? Yes. Fantastic. You can bring along, uh, I can't remember his name. Nama. Zosar? Was oh, are you guess? talking about a husband or yeah. a fish friend? Uh, uh, both, I guess. It's kind of a package deal. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So I suppose then you guys, uh, you're ready to spend a fun-filled evening here at the Tent City. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I guess we'll pick things up here next time. Oh, yay. Oh, Rick, two cliffhangers. Oh, it's magic. It's almost like when we went to the desert, something got more.